Hey Swifters, I'm Simon Schofield. This is Shane Miller. Hey Shane. How are we doing Simon? Uh, very well, day two of Eurobike and uh, day two of uh, Zwiftcast Eurobike special, actually. This is going to be, I think it's going to be uh, the peripheral show, I think we're going to call this, okay. Shane, because yep. we, we like, covered the big targets yesterday. We did. Um, let's just, having slept on the big targets, anything kind of new occur to you from what we talked about yesterday from all the big brands? Not much sleeping occurring, actually. Um, we were up till 3am editing footage and uh, it's when the bandwidth is good. I do have one fact about the car park or the RV park here at Eurobike. Everybody goes to sleep at 1.35pm. There was parties, there was uh, everyone enjoying the show and letting their hair down. Well, most of us are bald here anyway, let's be honest. Not much hair letting down going on, but at 1.30, boom, lights out. Why? Why, why 1.30? I, not quite sure what happened there. It um, just lights off. Everyone was quiet. Ray and I were sitting there in the RV and the bandwidth got a little better so everyone was sleeping. Not sure what's going on there but a uh, little known fact from the inside of Eurobike. And is there a kind of party atmosphere in the RV, uh, the trailer park? Because there's like tons and tons of people here in RVs. I mean, I know you and Ray are in an RV but who else comes in RVs? Do, do like brands camp out in RVs? Look, absolutely. And the reason for that, it's not because you know, it's, uh, it's glamorous or anything or we like camping in RVs. It's the accessibility to the show. Now, Frederick, Frederick, for, for, uh, Friedrich Schaffen. No, I, I, it's, I'm too deep into my coffee to even try and pronounce that. It's a very, very small town, and this place is a very, very large uh, venue, so you can't mix the two. Traffic in and out, Simon, you know this with a car, so yeah. it, it takes a few minutes plus every single... It's, it's horrible trying to get in and out of a car. So access to the park here from the RV park, five minutes walk you're right there in and out so we found it brilliant it's just convenience that's why everyone's there but yeah there's actually branded trucks there there are corporate executives sleeping in the rvs i mean rvs are pretty good these days too yeah, so. yeah. well i'm jealous of your location i'm probably less jealous of the amount of sleeping space you've got but i am slightly jealous of your location because schlepping back to the hotel to to start editing or find bandwidth is frankly a pain in the backside uh, yes, um, yes. Anyway, the periphery show. Mm -hmm. um, I tell you what, though, just before we start on our periphery items, um, I don't think either of us have got much new to say. I mean, I think we covered, you know, the big brands yesterday, mm -hmm. Tax, mm -hmm. Elite, Cyclops. I think uh, everyone's had time to digest those and have a look at what, what, what they may be looking at purchasing or upgrading to in the near future or what features they like. So it's been a busy 24 hours on uh, everyone's social media across yeah. the board. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this, you know, anything around Eurobike generates excitement. But the next question, and I've already seen this crop up on the forums, is a perfectly justifiable and understandable question that people will ask, which is, when can I get this stuff? I mean, mm. let's start with the Tax Smart Bike. I mean, that does look to be nearly production ready. Tax are, you know, they excel at volume manufacturing. They've got a huge manufacturing plant. We've both been to it. Uh, they source a lot of their parts locally. They know how to build and make and ship this stuff. And they're saying September. Do you believe them? I want to believe them. I do. <laughs> um, but we just, uh, look, in the technology space, we just see timelines push out, push out, push out. The clock ticks quicker and quicker every day, I think. So uh, it's probably a bit ambitious. September, October, November, maybe. Look, there's a few little hurdles they still have to come overcome with that unit. Um, just a few small refinements. Look, the, the bulk of the work is done, though, and the people look like they're happy with what they're riding. So, look, I hope September. We'll see, though. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's a fair position. We'll see. I mean, I think if you really, really, really want one of these smart bikes, I, I don't know whether tax are doing a pre-order system, but I'd get to the I'd get to the head of the queue or the front of the line, as our American colleagues say, um, because I think even if they hit September, 
supplies are likely to be tight. I think Ray mm-hmm. said pretty much the same in his in his post, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, look, and that's the thing, with these bigger units um, and more demand, I guess, across the board for these and then across the world, because, look, I've posted up little pictures and I've had people, well, today, three people said to me from around the world, can you go look at this technology? So everyone's seeing this yeah. demand is there around the world, and that's a real big problem for distribution and sales and getting those channels working and not up, upsetting the existing Apple cart with the existing products and suppliers. It's, it's a very complex one. Ray touches on this quite a lot. I've seen Ray weave his magic this week in discussing all this with the suppliers and vendors and how he works and uh, there's, a, there's a lot to it. There really is. Um, yeah. But look, at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm sort of here for the consumer. I'm a consumer myself and I want to see this stuff ASAP too. So um, I'll go into bat for getting these things on the shelf as soon as possible. Yeah. I mean, the other two big brands with, with significant new products obviously are Elite. I'm not seeing too many problems with, with Drivo, Drivo, Drivo 2. I think, I mean, that's we're significantly refreshed products but again the supply lines are in place yep. the suppliers are in place yep. the manufacturing model is in place I think if you want to get that this this autumn winter you will be able to yeah I can't see any problems with that so far yeah Wahoo I think just finishing off on delivery I mean Ooh, they good, good question about Wahoo I mean they messed up on the climb Let's, well, I was you know, about to mention th- that they did, they did mess up on the climb but the climb is now apparently available they scraped in um, and, and to be fair to Wahoo their, their record on announcements and the gap between announcement and delivery is generally pretty good actually and I spoke to Chip yesterday uh, I got so much content yesterday some of it is is going to take time to edit and we will be able to hear it um, this is a kind of on the hop show another on the hop show but Chip was saying he he's not seeing problems particularly with with the fan or the core uh, or the new, 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 new kicker. Is that kicker four now? Uh, kicker four, but the co- let's have a discussion about the kicker core in a moment because let's that, have that's that discussion. really opened my eyes up. Yeah, you're like, look, what happens with the Wahoo stuff? The climb itself was an exception case. It's a brand new product. No one's done it yet. They're innovating in this market. They've, they've had a few hiccups. They need to make a robust product. Look, for the kicker, the last four years, they've kept you know developing one and delivering on them all the time. And we see that that's shipping as of is today, Monday. I've lost count of the days. I believe it's going out very very soon within the week or availability pre-order etc for for supply very very soon and that's proven they've done that in the past so i think if anyone's got a little hesitation about can they deliver well yes they can and they have yeah um the climb is now shipping it is now shipping and and presumably shipping in quantity um so if 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 i get time i've got a busy day today for reasons i won't bother explaining because they're deeply boring and involve a lot of logistics but if i get time i will actually throw in that uh, little question and answer session from Chip when he did talk about delivery. Um, so that'll go in here if I've got time. We announced it before we knew when we would be able to deliver. So we, you know, we fully anticipated that we would be able to deliver in two or three months uh, from when we announced it. Um, and, and normally that's why we don't announce until we are ready to ship because we did think it would be two or three months, but often you run into things you don't see and they lead to delays. And it's easier for us to have those delays behind the scenes and not let customers experience those delays, which is why generally we don't make those kind of announcements until you know, you can, we announce it and you can buy it. Um, so it was, it, was, it was things we had not anticipated, but uh, because of needing to let everybody know about it, we, um, the rest of the world got to see how long it took us to get through them. Let's move on. Now, interestingly... We've stumbled uh, across something new. Well, we have well, stumbed across something new. new. I mean, yeah, we've, we've both been aware of this. Now, interestingly, periphery. actually, in terms of delivery, mm-hmm. this, this stand that we're now standing in front of, uh, Stack, they're a Canadian startup, mm-hmm. and they got their first product to market 
uh, and the, the delivery link will become relevant here. But because they got their first product to market using using crowdfunding, and we all know how reliable crowdfunding is for, yeah. <laughs> for getting products delivered on time, on like time, not very yeah. much at all. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Stack did did use the, a crowdfunding platform to get their first model to market. Um, they've now here at Eurobike and they've announced uh, basically an upgrade of the original model. Now, let, let's go and look at this, Shen, and describe it let's to go, people. Let's not get too close, because I think I'm about to tee off on this. I really am. I think I might be. I, like, I haven't teed off on anything so far on this mark. Uh, do you want me to start with a tee off before we get too close? They might hear me. <laughs> Look, I've, I've got to talk about the design of this Stack Zero. Okay, well, let's describe can, it for, can, for, for audio people. Uh, I, this is a basic A-frame with a caliper with magnets on, and it's billed as the no-contact resistance trainer. So. So the mechanism here is those magnets get closer or, or, or farther away from the wheel, which, which provide resistance and slow the wheel down. Uh, and that's how it works. And, and, and it's completely silent and it's no contact, but it's a basic A-frame with a caliper with very strong magnets on it and lots of clever software. There so yeah, what so do you think? Th well, there's the tech specs covered. And as a solution, if you close your eyes, Hey, look, it might be a great turn. I'm not sure how it's going to go with like uh, response to sprints and like high torque changes really, really quickly. But for steady state stuff and all the marketing that I'm seeing here is triathletes. So knocking out what 250 to 350 watt steady state efforts. But look, it's time for me to tee off on a product here at Eurobike. I haven't done it yet. It's been happy day so far. Okay, okay, here we this go. This thing is bloody ugly. It is goddamn <laughs> horrendous. If I took a trainer outdoor and ran over it with one of these Euro trucks three or four times, it would look better than this thing here. What are they thinking? This is when you get engineers in a room, they come up with a brilliant idea, take nothing away from the idea. It is fantastic. But the Knight Rider. Kit wants his trainer back. This is from the 80s. This just needs a little tiny shroud. Now we've gone from the Furoro Pista, which is a mm. brilliant design. You love good design. Well, this that's, that's the pinnacle is, of the triumph oh, my of aesthetics. Eyes, my eyes. And this, and it's this orange, is orange and it's yeah, silver and it's. it's mm. What are they thinking, boys? Just it's definitely the other end. But cover but, that but, ugly face of that. Oh. But in his defence, oh. in, in his oh. defence, it's. You know, I can't. It is, so I'm going to put my back to it. So I'm <laughs> going to have to turn my back. I feel sorry for the very nice Canadian guys that I spoke to yesterday. Actually. I've got to tee up on something. Can, they're, they're the token tee up. Okay, well, it, all right. It is a bit ugly. Ugh. It is a bit basic. Ugh. It is a bit utilitarian. It, you know, it might even be described as agricultural. But I tell you what, it's not expensive. I'd play a field with that. That'd be quite good. I mean, look at those things sticking out the side there. That'd, that'd rip up some dirt. And... <laughs> Oh, God. But, you know, but, but anyway, the, but, yes, but, yes, but, but aesthetics aside, yes. which, which has been, you know, a bit of a late motif of. Uh, of stuff at Eurobike because because you know both uh, Elite and Texas smart bike offerings are, are, <laughs> are in their own way slick. We're and seeing beautiful. things that are beautiful now, yeah, yeah, and I like that. Oh, and th this is a bit ugly. This but is not beautiful. Let, let's get on to the mechanics. Yes, I mean this this is a completely novel and I think unique actually way of providing resistance, and it's no contact. Mm -hmm. There's no wear on components. Mm -hmm. uh, it's completely silent. I mean, it's got quite a lot of advantages, don't you think? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. If it works, that's what you're going to say. Well, yeah, look, I've seen the data from Razer early on reviews, and the, uh, the, it's, it's meant to be quite good. It's meant to be quite good. Like, for me, I like the hands-on. I always present my experience on something. I read everyone else's reviews. I cover what they're up to. Um, but I also like my data points from the Llama Lab. So, mm. I mean, I'd love to get one. We'll go and have a chat to these guys before they listen to this Swift cast. Because um, <laughs> I'm going to be well. off their Christmas list on that one. But again, I, I need to tee off on someone. I need to tee off on someone this week, so I can't well, be too I, happy. I, you know, aesthetics, yes, it's important. But this, I mean, I, think, I can't remember exactly what they said, but I think it's somewhere around the 
dollars mark. It's completely smart. It's, it's a completely novel way of providing resistance. I reckon I could break it. They're, they're a little startup. Give, give these boys a chance, Shep. Oh, come on. They're nice Can't, boys. They're Canadians. I, look, I all Canadians. I haven't nice. met them yet. I haven't met them yet. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm, burning, I'm burning bridges. No, look. Uh, but on, <sighs> on the, the, the very loose theme of this show, it, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it must be described, I think, as... as peripheral I think niche slightly niche peripheral but you know give them a chance give them a chance hey they've got Zwift on the screen there hang on hang on points 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 raised I've just seen Zwift on the screen on their uh, their marketing Okay, that's a great trainer looks good looks really I'm sure it's a fantastic looking trainer if you're looking at the Zwift screen and not looking at the trainer (laughs) nah it's all good having a bit of fun having a bit of fun I must say their stand doesn't appear to be over busy it must be said um okay well let's move on and let's continue to talk uh we're, gonna, we're walking on now now i hope uh, podcast listeners are as relieved as i am that the audio on this uh, this edition is a bit better the uh it was a it was a poor mic choice by me yesterday and um it was it's always bit, hard it when you're being a, mobile it's, it's i found the same this week simon uh, trying to get the balance between portability and battery life yep, and yep. uh no, I think people are pretty forgiving though. Look, it's about the content, and hopefully people are enjoying what we're up to here. Well, I think I am. you know it, it was audible, and I think that's the main thing. And at least the uh, the noise in the background was relatively kind of constant. At least it wasn't in and out. Um, anyway, we just walked past uh, the Giants Tax and Colnago stands, which we uh, we touched upon yesterday. And just around the corner here, actually, is a, is a stand by Muckoff. Now Muckoff. Sorry, are... sorry. What did you call me? What did you tell me? <laughs> oh, M- Muck Muckoff. <laughs> I thought that was... Yeah, that I mean, coming from Australia, we hear that quite often, <laughs> out on the roads especially. Yeah, no, it's, de- it's definitely Muckoff. M, M. M, M from right. other. M from other. M, you see, Muckoff. I'll just say that one more time. Uh, although the iTunes, whatever filter they've got on it, might catch me out. Um, uh, so, Muckoff, uh, cleaning products. Um, they've announced that you're a bike. Um, and we're going to walk over to it so we can see it and, and wax lyrical about it. But they've announced... Um, an indoor range. An indoor range? Yeah, and we've so just, we just oil, walked outside. Is, We're going between they're, Paul. They're a lube company bringing out indoor lube. Yeah, well, it's not lube. That's it's the interesting a, thing. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm told they're lube. And actually, I do use all of their lubes. Um, the, that C3 ceramic, which I've, I've always really liked, the dry lube. But we digress. We're not talking about lubes. We're talking about two products. Mm-hmm. Okay, one I'm sort of convinced on, the other I'm far from convinced on. The one I kind of am convinced on is its spray, which is anti-corrosive. Ah, no, yeah. Okay, The idea is good for indoors. We've seen what sweat can do to handlebars. Sweat is very, very, very corrosive. Yeah, yeah. So the idea is you spray this stuff on and and it forms a protective barrier. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if sweat gets on your components... It doesn't rot them. Doesn't corrode them. Okay. Yeah, that's that's um, valid. I've been using uh, Boshield T9 for that. Uh, and here, here they are. We're just going to walk around the corner and get to Mokoff. I did an interview earlier on with uh, with the guy at Mokoff who's responsible for this indoor training series. So we'll we'll just hear a little clip of that now. Andrew Syme, product development at Mokoff. You know, everyone everyone trains to, to get fitter and stronger, right? So we wanted to develop a range to, to really look after your bike when you're training and your indoor training equipment and to kind of stop germs, prevent germs, to keep you training in a nice, healthy, clean environment, basically. So 
So this is like antiperspirant for your bike kind of thing. You could see it as that. It's, it's more of like um, a corrosion inhibitor as such. So yeah, stops that build up in all the parts that you're sweating over when you're training real hard in your garage or your living room or your kitchen or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we all know sweat's corrosive. So give me some science. How does this, how does this stuff actually work? Well, the, the, the sweat that comes off you reacts with, you know, your aluminium bolts or your anodized parts on your bike. So this product basically stops that from happening. It, uh, it creates a preventative barrier over those components. Uh. And, and has this been through a kind of rigorous testing process and stuff? Yes, is there, I so mean, has it got lots of science in it? For sure. I mean, when we were developing the Sweat Protect product, um, we did a lot of salt spray testing in, in the lab. Um, so we took different metal samples. We, we placed them in the salt spray chamber for 48, 72 hours, um, even longer, up to a week in some cases. And it was proven that the samples that were put in without the Sweat Protect started to rust after, you know, short amount of time whereas the samples that were put in that were coated with the sweat protect were completely all right and there was no rust that started to set in after that time frame so well, here we are sweat, sweat protect, protect. Sweat um, protect. so here's the can shane you read what it does and tell me okay tell me what you think. stops corrosion on metal surfaces okay well why can't we use this outdoors as well for use all over indoor trainers here we go here's the key and expands their market all gym equipment Awesome. Mm. Okay, sweat protects. So I guess uh, I've been to um, indoor gyms that have uh, A-frames built up that look like bikes, and with Altegra group sets, and they're horrendous. They've got that crust, all salty mm. build up on them. It's kind of disgusting. So yeah, something like that, absolutely. But is there is there a product out there that'll do that already? Probably WD40. If you like the smell of industrial things inside. Yeah, and but it's kind of drippy, isn't it? And, is this, and, and, and messy. I don't want to put this to my nose, but probably an empty but does it smell of uh, roses because if that smells of lemon or lemon scented that that's the angle you need to go okay for well here. actually on on scent he did mm -hmm. tell me that the second product about about which i must say i'm a good deal less convinced and i'm just going to reach over so shane can have a look at the label on this as well that's uh, okay um, um we are deep in anti we are deep in peripheral territory here oh, yeah. oh, antibacterial equipment cleaner so the idea here is uh, this stops germs building up on your bike. Mm. Okay. Mm. Were you aware of that as, as a problem, mm. Shane? <laughs> I'm okay with my own germs. So, yeah, yeah. Look for for something like a, a gym studio. Uh, for a lot of spin bikes, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's good brand awareness. I'm sure there's some sort of citrus cleaner or some old wives uh, recipe out there on the internet that would do similar to this. Well, a wet wipe. I mean, frankly, what's wrong with a wet wipe? There we go. We can just wipe, wipe, the, uh, wipe the bikes down with one of those and uh, you're good to go. Look, this is a bit of marketing as well. I think antibacterial, that's a good... Um, it could also be anti-terrorist spray as well these days. It, it could be, what else is, it could be vegan as well. I mean, we could just hashtag all of this to make sure it sells a little bit more. I'm just looking at the label here. It's very um, grungy sort of, I mean, it's the whole muck off label brand thing. Uh, look, it, it's good to have a product out there it, uh, for people to choose. And if people get to you know, want to choose and buy it, it's there. Yeah. So it, well, I, I, can, I, can I must say, yeah. I, th I think I'm going to give him. I think I'm going to give him five out of ten. Because actually, mm. I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, 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 of you know sprays for everything. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You know, more of a roll-on, are you? You yeah. roll deodorant? Uh, well, and, yeah, well, yeah. This is bike deodorant. This is bike deodorant. That's, that's what I said to him. Bike deodorant. It's bike deodorant. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge fan of and, and sometimes, you know, we have to accept that we do live in a dirty world, and actually, it might be quite. A, reasonable idea occasionally to be exposed yeah, to a yeah. little bit of dirt 
So I'm, 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 it's, it's a miss for me on the antibacterial equipment cleaner, but mm-hmm. actually Sweat Protect, I, I could be convinced on that. Yeah, look, as I said, the Shield T9 I've used in the past, which uh, it, it's used to protect, it adds a thin sort of waxy layer once it dries. Absolutely. If that's the same kind of gear, let me have a look at the label on the back here. What does it say? Has not been tested on, an- oh, come on, you've got to <laughs> test this on animals. No, just kidding. Keep out of reach. There's no ingredients here other than... Uh, we've applied a ton of marketing to this product. We hope you love it because we love it as much as you should love it too. Oh, there we go. Hang on. Here we go. Against testing on my homies with a little rabbit symbol. That's kind of funny. Muckoff. People, <laughs> people haven't seen this before. If you haven't picked up a Muckoff product, they have a little bunny there that pretty much says, and it indicates, hasn't been tested on animals, which is kind of cool. So look, in this day and age, you've got to be able to, I guess, test on something else. Bunny factor. Bunny protection factor. 10 out of 10 for the, uh, yeah. the rabbit saving on the, uh, the sweat okay. I think it has. I think it has merit, though, there. Absolutely. And I do use a similar kind of product on my handlebars before putting tape on. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, top marks to Muckoff for for, uh, for for hurling themselves at high speed onto the indoor training bandwagon, and you know, at least one of those two products looks as though it's kind of okay. I do like the right. co- I do like the cooking mittens though. Across the disc brakes there, they've got actually cooking gloves. They've put on the oh yeah, innovative, yeah. innovative yeah. stuff. Now Simon has to get B-roll of that to, yeah, to no, show everyone what it's about. Interesting, isn't it? Well, you know my views on spinning discs of death. Good for slicing meat. I think they're completely unnecessary and ought to be banned. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Sure. Um, so staying peripheral, slightly mm-hmm. peripheral to our, our kind of core business, which is oh, indoor training. The, um, the core? Are we, we going to segue to the core? <laughs> uh, the the um, Eurobike has a series of awards. Mm-hmm. Um, this like, I was going to say dozens, that's a slight exaggeration, but there's an awful lot of them. And they were announced last night, I think. And, and one of those one of those awards has caught your interest, actually, Shane. And uh, not yeah. it's kind of related to indoor training, I, I guess, or at least it could be. So, tell us what it is and, and why you're kind of excited about it. I, I I do like tech and innovation and changing things. Look, the bicycle itself is what a hundred plus years old in the frame shape and size. The chain itself and the way chains work is many many years old, uh, with a few small refinements here and there. And Ceramic Speed have come up with this uh, carbon drive. All I can say, it's I'm just suspicious it's a, it's a crank drive for a bike. Oh, look, I'm highly suspicious of it, but I wanted to check it out. It was very, very different. So you've got rather your teeth facing, I guess, up on the chain ring. They face, I guess, think 90 degrees to that, so horizontal. Right. And it grabs some... That, that's on your cassette? On, no, on no, the chain ring. On the, the chain, chain ring, ring as well. Okay, and it right. grabs and it just drives... So they're like 90 degrees? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Like the, the chain ring here, because everybody in the in the Zwiftcast world listening to this on audio can see what I'm doing with my hands here. It's toothed like this and this. A little different, I guess, to describe it. <laughs> Have a look online for it, a few things. Um, uh, no, it, no, I get that. So they're, they're like it, sticky it, out it, teeth instead yeah, of pointy no, up teeth. Yeah, so it actually grabs the dri- drive belt itself, the drive, and th- th- they're even looking at putting gearing into this, to moving this thing in and out on the back big cheese grater dinner plate thing there. Look, you've got to see it to know what it's all about. But I love the fact that they've come out here and stuck their necks out and put new, new products out, similar to what we're seeing from Cyclops, putting in that weird-looking rocker plate. Mm. Wahoo bringing out, well, the fan and the client last year, doing things a little different, sticking their neck out, taking the risk. Definitely a risk for this one. They're aiming at the you know, professional high-end cycling market first. I think this is probably more for the e-bike. because mm. the, the, But you, hang on, you've missed out the, mm-hmm. the major bit. Because, okay, mm-hmm. it's got sticky-out teeth on the on the chain ring, but yeah. there's no chain. It's, no. it's a drive shaft. Yeah, with bearings on this, on sort of horizontally opposed sideways. You've got, it's really hard to explain. Yeah. But what they're aiming for, the whole... Uh, the whole crux of why this was invented is to stop that drivetrain loss. Right. And I think out in the road, sure, in the professional peloton, drivetrain loss 
could mean the difference between winning or losing or a little bit more fatigue or not. But I think it's more in the e-bike side of things because we're not seeing you know, battery technology get longer and longer. But if we can make the bike a little more efficient, especially with uh, the drivetrains, but... Hmm, interesting stuff. I, I, I got my head around it. I had a chat to the guy there, Jason, for probably 10 or 15 minutes. And the people around there, which goes to show people will gravitate around something new, something mm. cool. Even if it's not a product yet, it'll get people thinking, excited about the space of what might be coming up in the future. Maybe not even five years' time, maybe 10 years down the track. If you can see something start here as an idea, it's pretty cool to see it eventuate and where things are taking. So, mm. And that's what keeps the industry ticking over. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean... It I guess when you stop to think about it, so it takes the chain out of it, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is a a wearable part, mm-hmm. you know. It takes the chain out of it, which reduces noise. I think Ooh. it also eliminates, eliminates the rear derailleur, doesn't it? It because, does, yeah. Because the crankshaft basically yep. moves up and down the rear mech. Yeah, well, this thing, you've got to see it to understand how it all clicks or how it all will click mm-hmm. in the near future. Yeah, it sort of moves in and out on the horizontal drive shaft uh, where the gearing actually is. It's pretty cool. And, and the bearings itself, and this one, this is one thing that got me, but I'll also negate it in a second. The bearings themselves are actual bearings. There's no, see, a cha- chain at the moment is a friction bearing. It's, right. It slides across each other. That's why we use chain oil. These can use real bearings to roll right. over. So it's really, really nice and smooth. But the problem that I see, and I brought it up with the engineer standing there, and they said, uh, yeah, one of our major challenges. The surface contact area of the two uh, cogs, I guess, if you get two cogs interfacing with each other, yeah. you've only got a very, very small surface area. On a chain at the moment, it wraps around the chain probably by a few inches, and the chain ring at the front, again, by a few inches. The front's not a problem, it's got enough teeth, but at the back, if you're in, say, the 11 or the 12, actually, it doesn't matter what gear you're in with this, because it doesn't really change. It's only the surface contact area is probably only maybe less than a centimetre, or maybe two centimetres on this thing. So if you're putting out massive sprints on this it's not going to be ready things are going to explode yeah, yeah. but again you know good technology harder materials more testing I'm yeah. keen to see where this goes I mean we've seen crankshafts on bikes or, cr- or nascent crankshaft ideas on mm-hmm, bikes before mm-hmm. they've never, never really taken off you can see the advantages I mean lighter cleaner quieter uh, oh, all of those things are generally good things and if um, you, you enclose them they'll be absolutely clean as well if they can enclose them and uh, yeah. Yeah, we should see. And also, I mean, if you get it big, the chain ring big enough on the Mac, you'll almost have infinite number of gears as well. So there's no swapping things out, less wear. I mean, mm. the list goes on in theory. In theory, in the theory. list goes yeah. on. Yeah. In practice, we might be talking about another Stack Zero here in design. We don't know. <laughs> no, just, just a callback. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. Um, well, I think... Do you know what? I think that's just more or less done for today, actually, and for this episode. I mean... Um, I think this may be more of interest to you and I than, than the listeners, actually. But this, the date change for Eurobike, mm. I think it's backfired. I, mean, I yeah. think it's hugely backfired. I've spoken to a couple of people I speak to when I come to a Eurobike regularly, and they've all said it's quieter than normal. Yes, yeah, I think it is as well. Um, I mean, how many media are at there? And Ray's mentioned this the other day. How many people, all the media are at the first two or three days of the Tour de France? It starts, maybe not there at the end because people get a bit lethargic about the racing and it's three weeks, geez, it's time to go home. You know, people, the, the, the fun and shine has worn off. But this kicks off on the, those first couple of days of Tour de France. So the amount of white RVs are available, available to hire, probably a little bit lower at this time of year around this area. Um, and the industry, yeah, it's kind of a weird one. So much so they've actually pushed it out for another month in advance next yeah, year. So they've just sort of they've chopped, chopped yeah. and changed. Yeah. But I tell you what, for um, sure we were about the Zwift cast, and maybe not that. You know, this is a periphery show. But what I want to share though with people is walking around here though, you get a sense of everybody loves riding a bike. Everybody's yeah. involved, and they want to help everyone out. Fair enough. There's a few salespeople, but we know how to manage and 
weave our way through those people. Everyone's got a smile on their face. A bike goes zooming past, and rather than someone going, oh, I nearly got clipped, yeah. everyone goes, you go, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's just this, and as we saw before. Well, you're amongst friends, aren't you? You are. You're amongst you are. Every, everyone enjoys that sport. It's uh, it's it's really good. Everyone's fit and healthy, looking looking happy. It's middle of summer here. And I tell you what, one thing I really do love is you'll be walking along, and there's faces, and there's people, and there's, hang on, there's a CEO. Hey, Eric Min, how you yeah. doing? As, you, as we walk past in random hallways and everyone's saying hello and g'day. And it's a bit, it's a bit of a, a celebration, I guess, of where we've gotten to. Yeah. And you were and telling me your Australian accents radar detector is set to high. I've got, a, I've got an Aussie Varia radar <laughs> on the back of my bag here and it detects an Aussie within 20 metres approaching. I, I did see this happen yesterday, yeah, actually. Actually, I did. It was uh, Jonathan Cantwell, uh, ex-Tour de France role, yeah. previous Tour de France rider himself, sprinter. And uh, he walks past me and he says, G'day, mate, how you going? And I'm like, oh, that, that sounds... Because we spend a week over here... <laughs> Aussie with, detected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, my, my Varia Aussie radar went off there. I think that's a product in itself. And uh, we spend yeah, people talking with UK accents. It's kind of funny talking about accents. Everything's so global these days anyway. But uh, I don't have an accent. Everyone else does. So when I hear somebody else with, without an accent, they're my people. They're my people. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm I'm kind of nearly done here. I've got one one big interview to do this afternoon. I'll be talking to Simon Tax, uh, Mr. Tax, the, the boss of Everything Tax, which is going to be interesting for me. Uh, ask him some interesting questions. I hope, particularly on on that delivery schedule. Um, so let's let, let's finish off. Um, now, I know yesterday, and I know it's a very traditional way to to, to end the podcast, but. And I did ask you this yesterday, and you mm-hmm. gave me some kind of ridiculous, facetious answer about <laughs> gloves with llamas on. But I mean, really, 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 what's what's been your very favouritest thing? Let me reach into my bag. I said gloves with llamas on them yesterday. Simon, can you explain to the listeners what you're seeing here in my bag? I'm seeing gloves with unicorns. Oh, with unicorns. <laughs> I have some. I, I wasn't joking. I think these. Are, I'm going to do. I'll do a giveaway to somebody with some kids with some unicorn gloves. I saw these last they're year. Tiny. I know they're they're only kids gloves. I love them. I love the fact that you know new bike day when you get a new bike you want to go out and ride. Yeah, yeah. Things like these get kids out on a bike. So okay, I, okay. Time to play serious. I actually do have those gloves. You can hear them rustling here in my bag. I, I really Good sound I, effects. Unicorns are awesome. Um, look. I think the kicker core. Right. Okay. Not th- no, I'm all about innovation and improving the experience. But look, the kicker core has surprised me. It's of Ray and I's videos, especially mine. It's getting probably the least attention of our videos mm-hmm. because we didn't have one to do a hands-on and ride. We just did a sort of, here's what's out there. Here's what's coming. We're going to grab this one soon. It's a bit of a product information thing. But look, it's cheap. And it's a kicker three that's mm. silent. Mm. It doesn't come with a cassette, so there's a little, it's a little bit different with adjustability. I've had a quick chat about that today that I'll put up later on on my channel. But the kicker core, when people have asked me yesterday, is there an upgrade path for my, or you know, is there a retrofit kit to make my new kicker silent? Because the kicker 18 to kicker four is a silent trainer. Mm. Can I upgrade mine? Because people have done that big investment on their, you know, over thousand dollar trainer or so. And the answer is, well, no, there's no upgrade path for a number of mechanical reasons. Mm. But the upgrade path is to sell your current kicker and go get a core. It does. Yeah, it, and they do hold their price kickers. They do. I mean, they, they do. do. So you've smart got, trainers in general hold their price. They, they do very well on the same hand market. I'm surprised at this one that they've brought out. I mean, we heard last year that Diretto did very, very well, surprisingly well. I think the core is going to be the go-to trainer. It's quiet. If yeah. they had have kept this, look, from, from my point of view, to sabotage your, own, you know, your mid-range and to put people towards the top end, you'd, make, you'd put the old belt on this and make it a bit of a whining thing with, you know, the, a bit of a, a cheaper or a lightweight. So the core, just, just I, I, this is slightly passed me by, yeah, yeah. the core has got 
the the new kicker quiet technology it on does. it. Basically, it's a kicker seventeen. That's quiet. So you, you're only giving up. The, the adjustability, but everyone lives on a, on flat ground, let's be honest. Yeah. And to, to, you can, a little phone book here or there doesn't sort of go, go astray if you need to level things up. No adjustability in height-wise, but look, most of the time we're on a, we're on a road bike or we can put a, a chock under the front wheel. So what we've got here, we've got a Kicker 17 in disguise at a lower price point. Yeah. And I rode yeah. it last night with Ray and I. We, we uh, happened to go past the, the Kicker, the Wahoo booth, and uh, happened to put a core in our bag. They don't actually fit in our bag, so we smuggled one out together. Over to the RV park, and I, I did a, an hour workout, the Llama Lab test, right. and I did raise 30 by 30s. The data was good. And the people next to us were having cheese and biscuits <laughs> as we were doing sprint tests. I, I kid you not. Undisturbed. Yes. So... Yeah, okay, well, that's impressive, I, the cheese and biscuit test. Yeah, I didn't, didn't partake in the cheese and biscuits. I was sweating all over the place, <laughs> but I did... Um, Look, I think that's that's what surprised me. It's crept up. Even I didn't think of the impact that this training would have. They yeah. bought one. I thought, okay, it's going to be a lower flywheel. It's going to not feel as good. It's going to be less accurate. No, it's not. I, I should have thought more about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the that's surprise. We've got a lot of new cool tech here. I mean, the Fuero de Pista. My yeah, word, yeah. What, a, what a beast. Yeah, that, and that, yeah, what an investment. Well, it's been very interesting been. to see the, the reaction online. To, but I guess the reality, so, back to the hardcore of, you know, what training should I buy? <laughs> That's a pretty damn good well, training. Well, I, I mean, we are going to rehearse this, I think possibly for the very, very, very last time ever, because I do think this classic Zwift Riders question can now officially be declared. Oh, if not he's not going to go there. He's going to go there. Dead, it's <laughs> definitely on live support. Yeah. Kicker versus Neo. I mean, that, you know, it no longer exists, does it? That, as, as a debate, no longer exists because the differentiation now between the new Kicker and the and the current Neo, I mean, it, there is none. There's there none is none. in sound. I mean, the, the, the only sounds. separating factor yeah. before was mm. the Kicker was louder. That that now doesn't exist. So, I mean, that 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 question now no longer can, can be asked. Can yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure it will be asked, uh, but. In the sound department, no. They're much of a much. I did a sound-off test between the two, and there's a bit of a crossover point, but we're talking one's really, really quiet and known to be quiet, and the other one's even a little quieter. Yeah. It, it's, it's, we're talking quietness versus quietness. Which one's quieter? It's none. They're both pretty good. Um, look, the, the Achilles heel, you still need to do a spin down on the kicker for accurate power, but you True. only need... Like, mm. Given the, the way the strain gauge is... Well, there's no strain gauge in the kicker anymore. It's all comp computed. Uh, once every couple of weeks and you're good to go. If yeah. that, um, or if you've got a power meter on the bike, not an issue. Use power match, away you go. Yeah. If that works with your power meter and your software solution. So look, I think the battle still rages on because people are passionate. Uh, which training you buy is a religion <laughs> and they're a big investment. It's a car brand, Ferrari versus Porsche versus Chevrolet versus Ford and Holden in Australia. Who, you know, you, I like it, it's passionate. People are passionate about what they like, but uh, as long as people are happy with what they buy, look, you can't go too wrong at the top end. So, unlike me, you think that question will continue to be asked? I think the Stack Zero will be up there as well, in the top three of those, if they can just put a shroud on that thing. Yeah, look, it's, it's um, the battle will still rage on. There's no definitive answer, but I think Wahoo have made the answer of which fan should I buy if cost isn't a problem? Yeah. yeah. We've now got an option. That fan blows yeah. a lot of hot, uh, cold air. Yeah. It's actually a pretty good fan. Okay. Really good fan. And uh, just by chance, actually, because we've been walking around and we occasionally stop for, mm. for no particular good reason, otherwise than perhaps our feet are sore. Uh, and we've mm -hmm. actually, uh, amazingly, stopped in front of... We gravitate towards trainer companies. Yeah, well, we do, don't we? It's like <laughs> some kind of like invisible force has drawn us here. And we, we've actually ended up in front of the bright, bright green stand of, of Kinetic. And, and neither of us really have made a big deal about this because there's not really a big deal to be made. <laughs> I oh, mean, they have nothing new, have they? Oh, I've got a feeling, just a hunch, 
just uh, maybe inside info. No, no, I don't have any inside info. I, I think they may. It might be too soon for these guys. And we have mm. seen. I, I know personally of about three or four other companies that just aren't quite ready. Yeah. So we're going to see. The, back to the date thing. It's the date thing as well. Yeah. This is two months. So we've only, they've only had ten months to, from last Eurobike yeah. to get ready. I think these guys may have something cooking. Now we did see a little sensor update from them the other day. Bluetooth, uh, FTMS support, Air Plus FVC. It was a pretty good little addition to the rock and roll trainer and the and the road machine. I, Quiet got, booth, actually. Quiet booth. I mean, there's That's, nobody on it. It's lunchtime, Simon. Isn't there a football game on or something? <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I'm keen to see. Look, look, I'm sure these guys aren't sleeping on the job. Actually, no, no, they're not. Um, they're out there walking. He is eating his sandwich, though, actually. He, Quite right. I'm, 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 I'm looking at he's hungry. He won't have that sandwich for long if I'm around. Um, look, I think these guys will have something cooking as well. Everybody's got fingers in the pie. Look, I think everyone's thinking, everyone's looking at what else, everyone else is doing. Yeah. But we've also seen some pretty good interoperability. We see the, um, just, just to touch on this quickly, um, they're, not, they're competing against each other, but they're also working together. We see the uh, the rocket plate from Cyclops has adjustability for all trainers. All trainers, yep. yep. So will the world implode if I put a rock and roll on the rocket plate? I'll have to go and ask the guys from Kinetic. I, I think they might, there might be some kind of spinning vortex of despair conjured it up might, if you did that. It might be something special. Maybe if we, <laughs> we do it backwards. <laughs> okay, well, we are going to finish off here, and I'm, I'm just going to give my, my verdict on the thing I've seen that I've been most impressed by. Uh, the, 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 the shallow, easily impressed bit of me obviously was was impressed by that astonishing piece of design. Fiore Pista. Yeah, Fiore Pista from uh, our Italian friends. And I did like it. I mean, I did like it. And it's, it's done such a brilliant job for them. It's yeah. drawn so much attention to, 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 to the brand and the stand and the booth and all the rest of it. And, and I like it. Mm. And, you know, call me shallow. I like it, actually. But, but if I'm being serious, the, the, the product I've most been excited about that I think is genuinely going to be a cliche alert, a game changer, mm-hmm. is is the tax smart bank. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. great looking piece of the kit. The potential is I only, I only had five minutes on it, but it did ride very, very well indeed. It's building on the Neo, which we know is a super successful platform. Mm-hmm. They look to me as though they've got the adjustability of it right. Mm-hmm. It's got all those advantages or most of the, the advantages that the Atom had without the Atom's, frankly, awful performance on Zwift uh, as demonstrated by your video mm-hmm. um, and I think obviously pricing is an issue obviously pricing is an issue but I do think that guy that said to me yesterday when I said to him is it worth two grand two and a half grand and he said it's worth that not to put my six grand road bike bingo on a, on a turbo that's I just think that's a very strong and powerful yeah. argument yeah look I listened to all the comments on oh, that's that price is ludicrous that price is oh, it's too high you know, they, it's, is it April 1st with all this sort of yeah. stuff and no, all, people all the say jokes. that yeah. and then they go yeah. out and buy it because at the end of the day we want a solution and a lot of the time this it is maybe it depends value for everyone is different the price is the price yeah. is it value to you or is it value to me a lot of people ask is it worth me getting this I can't answer that I've got them all because I'm, I'm looking for that perfect trainer still I'm looking for that perfect wave to surf uh, it comes down to value, but again, if it provides a unique enough, excellent experience, if you can jump on that, so I mean, you do the hump day ride on Zwift every uh, Wednesday night, I see you seeking in there. If you jump on that on one of these bikes and you forget that you're indoors and that's the kind of experience it provides and you can just step on and pedal and it fits and it feels good, the inertia is good, the gear changes are good, the resistance is all good. It's, it's not. We're not asking ten grand. We're not asking fourteen thousand euro for this. Yeah. It's within a reasonable range comparatively to all the other pro, you know, products and devices we have as a as a as a whole. I mean, I'm looking at a bike here on a, on a seven hundred dollar trainer. It's a five thousand dollar bike sitting on there. Yeah. So, 
it's half, you, I've it's just thought of an excellent. It's, it's half of that solution's in front of us. Yeah. So well, I, I've just thought of an excellent argument. Actually, mm-hmm. it's this kind of argument that blokes deploy in front of their wives, but um, a bit like the one that wives use when they say how much they've saved by going to the sale to buy the thing that they didn't really. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's not go into that. But 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 on 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 that kind of line of thinking, that kind of weird logic tree that we use sometimes when it comes to bicycles and wives, um, you could argue actually that. Uh, I don't know if you do, but I permanently have a bike attached to a turbo trainer. So if I bought a tax smart bike, I'm actually gaining a bike. I'm getting a bike free. Oh, there we go. There's a way to spin it. I'm not sure it quite, quite works that way. But uh, no, no, look, suddenly I... my turbo training bike becomes available to you. There you go. If it's adjustable, if it's adjustable and it's there, bikes. look, you're always, you're more likely, I think, if there's not scientific studies, I'll do one right now. There we go. The results are in. I think if there's a bike on the trainer, you're more likely, you're 99% more likely to jump on and swing a leg yeah. over if it's yeah. not already set up. If it's set up, 99%, there we go. There's the stats. Yeah. They're made yeah. up. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's it. That's it, listeners. I hope you've enjoyed this one. A bit more kind of rambly, very unplanned, actually. I mean, Sean and I kind of got our heads together for a couple of minutes and said, what should we talk about? I mean, we did cover all the big stuff yesterday. There is some video from me coming, um, but you're just going to have to be a bit patient about that because editing has been... Well, pretty much literally impossible. Um, but I've enjoyed this one, Shane. A bit more rambly. Bit I got more to kind tee of, off on someone. I'm having feel about this one. Sounds like I'm drunk here. I don't even drink. I've just had too many coffees and I've got no sleep with me. So I, I do apologise in advance to Stack Zero. I'm sure your trainer is fantastic. Once we put a cover over the thing. Yeah, no, it's been fun. It's been good. I like, I like these so kind nice. of chats. I talked to them and they were nice. You need to be nicer to them. I'm not on their Christmas card list after this. What are you doing next? You've got another day at Eurobike. I'm going over to apologise to Stack Zero. <laughs> <laughs> You're going for a ride in the mountains, aren't you? That's the plan. That's the plan. We've got some editing to do. We'll see how far we go in the car. And, uh, yeah, just enjoy the sunshine here and um, use all that indoor experience that we have. And we actually have been getting some indoor rides here at Eurobike Testing Equipment. So put that fitness to good use and get out on the... Which side of the road do we ride on here? The uh, right, right side. The right side. I'll yeah. figure that the out right when we get side. out on the road. So looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm feeling extraordinarily fat and unfit because I... I think this is my eighth day off the bike, which has not made me happy at all. Um, so I'm going to get myself back to the UK and hopefully in between um, must-see appointments for a certain round ball game, uh, hopefully get out on my bike. Shane, it's been a pleasure, a delight, highly instructive and a good deal of fun. Thanks very much indeed for your time at Eurobike 2018. Thanks, Simon. Good seeing you, mate, and uh, good seeing you here in person.